Ernest Fitch and Gladys Van had been courting for years before finally tying the knot in 1928. Their lives were closely linked to their work with the Salvation Army and would remain so through to retirement. Their attachment to each other was made all the more important as Gladys was struck by blindness. We started courting when we were both 16 and we were both in the Salvation Army. We had the same interests. And then uh, when I applied for uh, Salvation Army Officer College, she did the same. And about three months after we were commissioned, uh, we married on October 4th, 1928, age 23. She was about the same age as me, six months younger, older. Oh no, younger, what am I saying? And uh, as an officer, she was a part of my life all through the years that we were married. If I was promoted in rank, she was promoted in rank, and we held the same rank right to the end of the journey. Now, my last nine years, I was at headquarters, and uh, she didn't have the same opportunities that she had when we were, as we say, on the field, you know, dealing with people. Was that because she was a woman? No, because... Um, when you got to that spot in those days, it really was the man's appointment. The women were also recognized as being in the same appointment, but their opportunities were considerably limited. I think I told you she was blind for 40 years, or did I? She lost her sight when she was 51. We had just been appointed to Montreal, and uh, she'd been having eye trouble for years and years, gradually losing her sight. But I think it was about a week after we were in our new appointment that she came out of the bedroom one morning and said she couldn't see anything. And uh, she was, she was, she was totally blind. And she remained so for the rest of her life. But she was a very determined lady and very independent. And she didn't allow it to beat her. She got help where she could and involved herself where she could, and she lived as normal a life as she possibly could. She'd go along with me, you know, to, uh, if I was conducting meetings, she would go along, take part in the service. Did they ever figure out what it was that made her go blind? It was an eye disease, an eye disease just exactly opposite to glaucoma. They did operate on one eye, but it hemorrhaged and... Uh, then the doctor said he wouldn't even touch the other one because if the same thing had happened, she would have lived in perpetual darkness. But as it was, she knew light from dark, you know, and that meant a great deal to her. I never heard her complain about it in all those years. Grumble, no, she took it in her stride. One thing that I suppose helped her was that uh, She'd been learning over a number of years how to do certain things with limited vision. When she lost the sight, she was prepared up to a point. She looked after the cooking and the housekeeping, and, and uh, she wouldn't let me cook the dinner. She didn't trust me. <laughs> All I did was um, serve it because she felt she couldn't do that, you know, get the food in the right spot. But I never cooked a dinner. 68 years we were married. We were living in the Salvation Army uh, Seniors Home in Champlain Heights. And at supper one night, I noticed that she was in trouble. Uh, she had a spoon in her hand and she didn't know what to do with it, you know. And 
And when I looked at her face, I knew that something had happened and she'd had a light stroke. It was light, the first one. And then she took another one a week later, which was worse. And we had to take her to hospital where she lived for a month before another one. Now, who else? Tell me about your family, your children. How many kids did you have? We just had three, two boys and a girl. They're all born in different parts of Canada, too. The boy was born in Edmonton, and the first boy. The girl was born in Grand Prairie, and the young fellow was born in Estevan, Saskatchewan. What year was your first son born, do you remember? He was born in 1929, December 29. Your son that I met the the other day who said that he used to come and take you out for walks in your wheelchair, but he was getting too old for that? Yeah, that's the 82-year-old. Yeah, that's Alan, the number one son. It's really a joke when I tell people about his age, you know, because it just doesn't seem to add up. It's as bad as being 107. As of today, Ernest has three children, nine grandchildren, 12 great-grandchildren, and one great-great-grandchild. Coming up in the final chapter of our story, Ernest confronts technology and waxes philosophical about life in the triple digits as the life and times of Ernest Fitch continues.